Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, a place where each week we're going to hear from different people about what it means to walk with God. We hope that you leave encouraged and equipped and that this builds your faith for what God wants to do in your life. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast. We have another Meet the People episode. I think that's what I'm going to call these these episodes, but we have Meet the Bess. So I have Sam and Sarah Bess here. Sam is on staff and has been on staff since since the very beginning inception yeah, of Antioch yeah. Indy. Uh, Sam, what do you do right now? I am uh, officially the families and youth pastor here in Antioch. So, All right. Your role, bit. I feel like, has shifted. A little bit. Like as we've grown as a church, you just yes. become whatever we need. Sure. Sure. It's so great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So great. <laughs> and then Sarah, you are a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. and a photographer. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. What do you want to tell us? Um... Yeah, one day I'm going to be a home designer. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would love to do that, but that that's so great. A, a joke, but yeah. That's great. And you guys have how many kids? We have two kids. Two boys. Two, two boys. boys. Hudson and Jude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old is Hudson? Six months. Six months. And Jude is? Three. Three. Just turned three. She's wild. That is crazy. Yeah, a little person instead of a Because I met you when you were pregnant with him mm-hmm. yeah. when you first started. Ten weeks pregnant when you came to visit. It's amazing what years do on little people. I know. I'm like, oh, I was the same three years ago. He was not the no. same. Um, not even yeah. close. <laughs> what What is he like? What's his personality? Jude? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He's a blast. Really? He's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, he's really sweet, tenderhearted little mm. kid. So much fun. It's crazy that you guys made a sweet, tenderhearted oh person. Gosh. You guys are so, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you guys. don't know Sam and Sarah, <laughs> you need to. And I was so excited to have you guys on because I feel like... I've just watched y'all be the most adaptable and generous hearted and like faithful people and not getting a lot of recognition or needing it. I just feel like you guys just do what needs to be done. So without complaint, which is amazing. So good job guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> You're both just like smiling <laughs> quietly without complaint. Yeah, what are you saying? Saying? Well, what it saying. just is so just amazing, kidding. especially, okay. I will say we moved from Texas 10 years ago this July. Whoa. And I had like five years of a very hard time. Mm. And yeah. you guys are both tried into true Texans. Yes. And yep. you're okay. Yeah, we're making it. I feel it like emotionally it. you've been very stable. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong about that? No, no I mean, not at all. It's not been what it may appears to be, but there's been definitely a lot of grace, especially oh, yeah. moving into like an already yeah. established community of people going for the same thing that will do wonders moving to a new city. Yeah, but still, you have to make a choice to, like, plug in with all the new faces and people, and you guys have chosen that really well. Good job again, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just tell me a little bit, though, like, what do you think in winter, or what was your first winter like? Oh, my gosh. Um, The first winter actually wasn't that bad. It was we were bracing ourselves for the worst because yeah. everyone told us it was going to be terrible. I mean, I remember you specifically saying that <laughs> Sorry. It was the first winter <laughs> I was just the you worst. To be prepared. <laughs> yeah, um, but the first winter wasn't terrible. Okay. Um, the second winter was way worse. Way worse. Way like worse. emotionally or just like the actual weather. Was the way weather. Worse. The actual weather. Oh. The actual weather. We had a nice first winter okay. as far as it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't have a garage, so that makes a big difference for me Mm-mm. getting in and out with the Like, I could baby. not have done it. I would have yeah. would have just packed up and driven yeah. to Texas. <laughs> we were. I was literally going, why do people not have garages up here? I know. It's Every the dumbest thing ever. And, and then like, in Texas, why? I'm like, why do they have a garage? Right. I guess for tornadoes. The heat or the heat. 
it's oh yeah it does a little bit hot. better you just need like a carport yeah more yeah. Right. more than yeah, like a, a, yeah a box yeah. of to keep the heat in yeah so sam and i are both well i actually have retired my 903 have you yeah, too? Me too yeah <gasps> no more 903 no so more. sad it was a big choice we retired yeah. our texas area codes and now we're both yeah Indiana, but you're from East Texas, like, Mm -hmm. like Chad would say, I'm not, but I really was from all of high school and all of college, so I consider it totally. And you're from Mineola, right? I we the last time we were in Texas, we got gas in Mineola, and y'all were there, and I remember thinking like, (gasps) I am near my people right now. Yeah, Ah. it was like over Christmas. Oh, you you texted us, okay? Yeah, Yeah. no, I loved it. No, I knew you guys were there. Um, the only thing I remember about Mineola was a burger company. Yeah, oh yeah. E.T., right? Oh, yeah. East Texas, Texas Burger, burger Company. We went there a lot the first few times that we visited while we were dating. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, can we go back to that place? Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. And Sarah, you're from um, not East Texas. No. <laughs> what do you consider? I don't really know a lot of the Texas geography, even though I did uh-huh. live there. Where uh-huh. are you from? <laughs> Brian? I'm from College Station. Brian, Brian technically. Brian College Station are the same, right. basically, same town. Is that like so. Central Texas? Yeah, this would be yeah. classified as that. Did you grow up there your whole life, live there? Yeah, uh, we. I was born in Dallas two and a half years after I was born. My family moved to College Bryan, um, College Station. So, um, yeah, same house. Yeah. Same, whoa. Same neighborhood. We actually, when we got, so right before we got married, I moved out to a house down the street, same neighborhood. And then when we got married, moved to another house down the street. So same neighborhood yeah. my whole life. That is so sweet. <laughs> oh, the first here. other place for her to live, I moved her here. Yeah, That's first crazy. like big move of the, out of the neighborhood <laughs> was here. I didn't move off to college or whatever. Sarah, so. you are the real MVP right? in this situation. Seriously. <laughs> oh my How did you handle it? <laughs> I mean, it was just like a filled champ. with lots of grace and excitement, honestly. Yeah. I really, it was really exciting. I think if it would have been for any lesser vision yeah in my mind whatever i thought was lesser vision and less excitement mm-hmm. um and if i maybe wouldn't have been a new mom and just having so much fun doing that it would have been maybe harder and there's like waves of grieving it mm-hmm. like i feel like recently we've been grieving mm-hmm. different things worse yeah. than in the in the beginning because yeah. the beginning like i said it was filled with so much excitement and so it's still yeah. super exciting but the hype of the newness of it all can can wear off a totally. little bit, yeah. and so grieving different things has actually been even a little bit harder in different ways. Because you have many siblings. Yes. How many do you have? I have six siblings. You have six siblings, and yes. you were homeschooled your whole yes. life. Yes. So yeah. you were around them a lot. Yes. Do they all live in? Not all of them. Okay. But a lot of them, and then the one one of them that is married and is about to have um, their first baby is moving back to Texas, and so. Yeah. Most of them are there. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And then just like different siblings missing out on. This, I get it. You know. Yeah. So you understand. Yes, yeah. it is. I, so. And for, I mean, I think this is so indicative of your character and I hope everyone's getting this, that you're doing it so cheerfully and yeah. have so much faith <laughs> for what God's going to do. Because I think I just stayed in that place of grieving for a long, long time and to me I was like okay lord like I get a crown in heaven right sure, for every birthday sure. party I miss but you've just done it so nobly so would you Thanks. say Sam like is she yeah from your perspective is she like a faith person like you have to carry a lot of mm. vision and faith to move yes. across the country and be like this is exciting and right. to have a new baby and totally. I don't know many people that are like new baby super exciting right <laughs> super exhausting maybe super yeah. traumatic <laughs> not super exciting <laughs> But that's awesome. Yeah, totally. She yeah, like that. she's totally like that. I mean, I think 
you know, just to that whole process of deciding to move here and mm-hmm. be a part of what God's doing here was just, just, uh, it was actually a really easy process. Yeah. It was like, well, just, we were kind of in this spot where God just tells what to do, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, yeah. yeah. And so just praying about that. And when we heard, we heard. And so yeah. we moved. It was just. So take me a little bit back into that. You guys were going to Antioch and College Station mm-hmm. where Heather and Andrew were on staff. Right. Mm-hmm. Were you guys on staff there? No. Nope. Nope. Okay. Tell me about the whole process. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. You want me to share? Sure. Um, yeah. So we, uh, I'll back all the way up to 2013. Okay. Uh, we get married January of 2013 and uh, really felt, you know, kind of like God leading us to and prompting us to do the discipleship school together. Mm-hmm. So we did that in 13 and it went into the summer of 14. And The discipleship school that we're about to launch. Right, yes. exactly. And have our very do first it. one. Everybody okay. do it. Okay, keep going. Uh, and, uh, and so <coughs> we did that while, uh, so I was in school when we got married. Right before we got married, I decided to stop going to college get, okay. we got married I got a full-time job and there's a long story with yeah, that long story with that but cliff note version yeah really what what why I share that is because while we were in the discipleship school God started to reveal to me like maybe you won't go back to school I'm like 25 hours short of a degree wow but just started feeling that prompting and then uh, I was working at a job a tech company in town so graciously gave me a chance I have no background in that but uh, some guys <laughs> that we knew decided uh, you know I jumped on board they trained me and it wow. was crazy it was a huge blessing for yeah us. I bet and uh, anyways that allowed us to be in the city and to to be present there and created space for our family to grow and we it, during the discipleship school, we started feeling this prompting, like, okay, maybe maybe I won't go back to school. Mm-hmm. God has something else for us. At the end of the school, we took, uh, like, a two-week-long trip to Thailand with our class. Mm-hmm. And uh, while there, we um, God spoke pretty clearly through the long-term team uh, that I wouldn't be going back to school, basically. Like, he kind of demystified, honestly, what it was like to live missionally. Yeah, because you were, up, like, in right, Thailand. We yeah. were in Thailand, and what uh, what I remember was thinking, like, these are just normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, I had grown up with this misconception that uh, you got to be a little off your rocker to be a missionary. Yeah. Like, you got to be a little crazy, a <laughs> little cuckoo. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. In, but in a good way, but also, like, okay, they're just, they didn't fit here, so they fit somewhere. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was, like, there were social, social misfits sure, in America, sure, sure. so then they go, yeah. Sure. And or they were more radical than everyone else. Right. They're yeah. not yes. like everyone so else. So, did we yeah. have an Antioch team in Thailand that yes. you guys went to? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, we have several mm-hmm. long term teams there. And okay. We were there with a couple families uh, that, were, that are there long term, still there. And, uh, they kind of just took us under their wings, Sarah and I, and I got to see kind of behind the scenes. And, and uh, Nick, the guy that was leading the team, mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. was like, hey, I, you know, we're, we're doing the same things here in Thailand that we were doing in Waco. Right. There's no difference except mm-hmm. the, the location, language, yeah. the, the language right. and the location and the culture and food. And I'm like, but so no yes. difference. Yeah, practically right. exactly, exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. But it really just demystified it. And he challenged me like, hey, when you go back, uh, why don't you just start living the way you want to live now, where yeah. you are, instead of waiting for where you're going or the potential thought that you might be missional somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that really just hit us pretty hard. It, it hit me really hard. And yeah. so we went back and just decided, okay, we'll give mm-hmm. ourselves to the church in a new way to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
I'll stay at this job. I wasn't great at it. I wasn't that helpful. I didn't love it. And I didn't yeah. love it. Yeah. But I'm like, I'll stay here if they'll have me. Yeah. <laughs> and we just did that. And mm-hmm. it was uh, the next year that Andrew and Heather took over the discipleship school. And they asked us to help out and, like, disciple some of the students. And yeah. that's how we got to know them. Okay. So a year later after that, they we celebrated with them when they said they were moving to Indianapolis. Like, that's great. And, and we both immediately were like, we could do that. Yeah. And then hearts. they invited us to pray about it. It was crazy. I mean, you, most Texans, like literally, I tell my friends from Texas, yeah. I have two best friends we text all the time. I'm always like, I live in Indianapolis. At first, they thought it was Minneapolis. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no clue. We're right. Indi- and they still like, now which one is it? Illinois or Indiana? Yeah. And I'm like, where? get your <laughs> states Come out. Come on. If you're in Texas. You kind of like yeah. that. <laughs> but the <laughs> amazing that you two very fully Texans would be like, oh yeah, Indiana sounds yeah. appealing. Sure. <laughs> it wasn't because Indiana right. It okay, wasn't. Okay, so tell me all. why. <laughs> tell me what made you. Yeah, you share more about yes. that process. Yeah, okay. of like, so we've been yeah. asked and took the thirty days. That whole deal. Yeah, I just have to say, Sarah, before you say this, I think you would have made it on the Oregon Trail. Like, I think you're that kind of a woman who can <laughs> totally. just make it. I, that is a I great actually, way to You always have, like, a baby a really on you. And new pancake <laughs> recipe, and it was amazing. It's actually Joanna Gaines. That's awesome. No, I'm serious. You have the the inner fortitude. Yeah. Wow, I would have died. <laughs> like the first Ford crossing. I've been I'm like, thankful we didn't have to drive with a new newborn. Yes. That's true. Me and Jude flew. Yeah. yeah. He and then I drove. Yeah. Anyways. Oh um, yeah. So after the discipleship school, and so the culture at Antioch College Station was, you know, like everyone in college was like thinking maybe I could church plant, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. might be for me. So like it was not a crazy idea and then mm-hmm. after we came back from thailand we sat down and had coffee and i remember us having a conversation like i think we could see ourselves church planning in yeah. three to five years wow um, we could just see that happening um and for me I, he was the one that was like yes and we're going overseas and i was mm-hmm. like the person that was like never overseas ever um and so i was like three to five years feels far enough away where i can get used <laughs> to the idea but yeah. i like want it if it's what god has you know right. yeah. my heart wants to do that but like i would just yeah i totally. started to become just like more open to it mm-hmm. and then when we were um walking with andrew and heather and doing helping them with the discipleship school and being discipled by them and just growing closer to them just really was a huge season for us with discipleship with them. And, um, we just like, we just loved it and felt so, um, just like discipled and the best possible definition of it. And we were like, we just wanted, whenever we heard that they were going, we were like, this kind of sounds like this could be, where the Lord is leading us yeah. so we had that like I remember when Heather told me that's what I felt in my my heart was like we could do that too like we could yeah. go with them right. and then I called Sam on the way home and he was like yeah we could do that and I never even said like we yeah, should do sure. that or whatever and so then when they asked us and we like didn't hint at anything sure. you know but when they asked us we were already our hearts were already like wow maybe that's what the Lord has so then we took a month to pray and do a prayer journal mm-hmm. and just through that process just really felt like the Lord gave us faith to right. say yes. So it wasn't a resounding, thus saith the Lord, you must do this. But yeah. but it, I think what you're like demonstrating is just like staying close to the Lord. Like a prayer journal for a month is like right. keeping record. And mm-hmm. in like the, I think a lot of times I get immobilized. I don't know if anyone else does by like waiting for the Lord to specifically say, sure. now is the time for right. you to obey me. Right. <laughs> Instead right. of like, it's a real thing. oh, if I just 
if I just trust the Holy Spirit is at, in residence, like inside of me, and he's giving me peace about this thing, and, and it isn't a sin, it's mm-hmm. like a good thing. Like, right. why wouldn't I just keep moving until you get a clear no? Mm-hmm. I feel like that yeah. that's kind of what you're saying mm-hmm. was the process, Yeah, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah. I know talking to Andrew and Heather, too, they're, we're talking about just how y'all came to their minds, like, immediately. Um, and I think it's one of the best decisions if I had to rate mm-hmm. their decision-making. I'm like, oh, that was an awesome decision. Just, like, such a clutch couple to come and to choose people. Thank you. I just can't even get over it, guys. I know I know you're like, oh, she has to say this. But I just feel like as the church, like, I'm representing yeah. so many people who are like, wow, you guys are setting a precedent of people who like joyfully give and show up and do mm. stuff and don't complain. It's amazing. Thanks. Sarah, tell me a little bit about Sam, like from your perspective, what are some of his giftings? What's, what's he like? What's he yeah. like at home? Cause I was just, before we started, uh, I was, uh, you said oh something like gosh. he got annoyed easily. And I was like, what? <laughs> Sam never gets annoyed. Sam in my head is like who I like aim to be more like, yes. like Jesus, help me be like <laughs> Sam. Oh yeah. Contrary to popular yeah. thought, <clears throat> he is a human. Yeah. And, but very much so, but, but kind of super still human. the most no. serving and selfless person I know. Mm-hmm. And I know him more than anyone. Yes. So, um, yeah, he's a lot more silly at home and crazy than mm-hmm. you might see. Other <laughs> than that, you pretty much see. I think Sam introduced, <laughs> what are those things called? You send us in pictures, their text message, and they're like a video. The gift. Okay, thanks. Yeah. I never know if it's meme. I don't know yeah, the difference no. between the two. <laughs> but you were like the first person who showed Chad and I what those were, and you sent it in a text. I remember oh, Chad yeah, and I being the like, king of Sam's gifts. funny. Yeah. Like, Sam's really <laughs> Yeah. You would send ones that would be so ironic. Yes, yeah. We're like, why? We I take pride in my gift game. Yeah, it's, you're really it's good. It's a real thing. Yeah. It's your gifting. Yeah, I feel like oh I've been trying God. to step up mine lately, yes. and I just feel that's maybe me trying to be more like no, you, Sam. <laughs> I try to be as cool as him, and then I like show him when I'm like laughing at myself, and no one responds, and he's just like, he's it like, was, good, uh, babe. It was almost there. It was almost better, there. Yeah. So okay, so he's obviously a servant-hearted. Yes. What is Very he like so. as a dad? Like, what would you say? Um, I mean, he's the funnest dad ever. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, like Hudson, he walks in the room, Hudson sees him and starts like giggling. Hudson's the six month old. So sweet. Yeah. So he already knows. And then Jude like chants dad's name whenever he's coming home, you know? And so he's a great dad. Yes. Um, so definitely quality time and playing and mm-hmm. fun are his specialty with them so much fun so it's so great yeah we have a blast it's so great so much so that he loses track of time at bedtime with jude (laughs) and they'll be in his room for 45 minutes i'm like you need to make it shorter that's not practical i'm a nazi at bedtime we gotta go (laughs) we gotta get in and out and get get our time um i love that how how is sarah as a mom oh my gosh she, th- I feel like what you said about her making it on the Oregon Trail <laughs> is something I've so been prophetic. trying to put language to for years. <laughs> yes, I love when I do that. <laughs> Thank you, like, Lord. You're like counseling us. Yes. Like, she, yeah. she, yeah, that's like it. Like, um, like a rock star mm-hmm. uh, mom, just so much uh, capacity. Yes. And uh, makes a lot out of a little. Right. Yeah. And to to like, not only to parent, but to like. Uh, you know, bring children into the world mm-hmm. and then parent them and mm-hmm. then to raise them. She has so much capacity for that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's such a blessing. Yeah. Uh, because then it creates space for our boys to have a blast and have a fun life and like when be gets super home. healthy. <laughs> and then, yeah, I get home. And I'm like, like the table set. Yeah. Like we're just having now fun, we just have you know? fun. Right. 
That's so right. precious. I love yes. it. And Sarah, you have an eye for beauty too. Like as a photographer, if people haven't seen your home, mm. I just feel like it's so beautiful. Everything is like a picture <laughs> waiting to happen, <laughs> which is such a gift too, to make spaces beautiful. Thanks. And I love that that's like a future dream of yours, mm-hmm. the whole house kind, designing. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. How did, um, okay, so you're homeschooled growing up. You meet God at a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me about the journey with the Lord. Like, what are the steps that maybe essentially made you? How do mm-hmm. we become Oregon Trail moms mm-hmm. is what I want to know. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, <coughs> so to try and make it somewhat understandable in a quick way. Yeah. So grew up homeschooled, mm-hmm. um, family that followed Jesus. So I was the kid that would always accept Jesus every night at Awana's, yeah. but I, every chance that <laughs> I, I could Awanas. get. Um and so I just grew up with a desire to do the right thing and, and to know God. I just mm-hmm. didn't fully know what that looked like, obviously. Um, what was your birth order? Like, you, there were seven of y'all, so mm-hmm. where were you? I'm the third oldest. Okay. So um, so kind of the second mom to mm-hmm. the younger four because mm-hmm. I've always loved babies and kids mm-hmm. and stuff. So, um, so, yeah. So I'd say that I grew up want like just having a high value for good and like doing the right thing mm-hmm. um being homeschooled and always being and being brought up and knowing a lot of scripture through songs and things yeah and i actually yeah. am so thankful right. so much of the scripture yeah. i have memorized is yeah. from that um but um kind of how i've described it in different seasons is just kind of maybe getting this pharisee mindset with mm-hmm. my relationship with god and so um but i think deep down my heart was pure of really just wanting God but Mm -hmm. getting mixed up what that might look like and so um so yeah so I would say in junior high some of that was broken off with being introduced in youth group like what spending time with God could look like or or more so just like a relationship with God and Mm -hmm. that is not um, just like the rules yeah if you check these boxes then you're good with God Yeah. yeah and then um was really hungry um I guess like uh, junior year of high school started to just start to see kind of where that that mentality breaks down a little bit of like not consistently spending time with God and knowing him as a person mm-hmm. um, being in a relationship but um, just kind of seeing the breakdown with things in my life the roller coaster feeling of being close whenever you need him um, going to him when you need him but um, and then forgetting and whenever you don't need him you know kind of just that consumer mentality with God Mm -hmm. um and that was so junior year started feeling really hungry for that and then senior year is actually when Antioch planted in college station college station okay so that that was when I jumped in um we met met each other we both jumped into life group community was that was the first time I had really been a part of community of people running after God in this um full of vision focused mm-hmm. mindset and then being discipled for the first time and all of that. And so within just the Antioch years, there's a whole huge story of yeah. my process with God. But, totally. um, that was the beginning of a huge journey that I've been on since of just knowing God more. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so great too. Like, you know, especially for a lot of the families in our church where we're raising young kids, hoping they get yeah. it. And, and like right. committing them to the Lord, but like, oh, right. Lord, I really hope they get it. And I hope they become like, like, I feel like for you, like you absorbed everything that maybe your parents put in front yeah, of you. For sure. But now you're in a place where like it, it didn't send you spinning off and other things like you're actually you're yeah. you're still mm-hmm. faithful to those things and giving those things out yeah. to other people, which is huge to yeah. 
have that and yeah I'm so thankful more and more and more especially as I've become a parent of my upbringing I think in the in between times I've thought oh I don't have that great of a testimony or whatever that means you know um but I'm so thankful that my heart is just maybe a little bit has a little bit less junk to sort through. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there was junk for sure, right? But, but there's like, not, yeah, less traumatizing things to heal from and more just junk to clean out and then yeah. be done with, you know. And, yeah. And so I'm so thankful for yeah. my upbringing in that. It's so cool. Yeah. I love that. And Sam, we heard a little bit of yours when you and Andrew did a podcast on how to pray. Yeah. But yeah. take take us a little bit back. So you just just yeah. give us the broad overview. What led you to where mm. where you are right now with God? Wow. I mean. Yeah, so very similarly, I grew up in a home that, you know, we're believers, you know, Christians, and you know, we, anytime the doors were open, we were at the church, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and that's just what I grew up around and just kind of associated with Christianity because I grew up in it, you know, yeah. and then in high school, really started to ask a lot of questions uh, about the faith, but n- didn't really, like, land on huge answers, so mm-hmm. I, you know did what everyone does is put it on the back burner. Yeah. <laughs> it's a terrible choice, but yeah. like, well, I can't answer those, so whatever. I'll just figure it out later, I guess. And, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of how I was content to live. And then uh, right before I graduated high school, my mother passed away unexpectedly and just yeah. kind of forced me back to that question, mm-hmm. obviously, and really floored my, my whole family. And mm-hmm. uh, I personally got to that question of like, okay, God, are you real? I need to know. Mm-hmm. And just decided I'm going to camp out there until I know he is or he isn't real. Mm -hmm. And, um, long story, really long story short, he started to show up. Uh, I moved (coughs) at, so that was like a couple weeks before I graduated high school that Mm -hmm. that happened and started asking that question that summer. I moved to college station to Mm -hmm. go to school like three and a half, four hours away from anybody I knew. Yeah. And, um, just, uh, God thing got connected with somebody who invited me to a church. Who's the church that Sarah's family was going to? Wow! And she invited <coughs> me and this other guy to this thing called Antioch Life Group. And I, no, like, I did hey, not know yeah. that. So you were like the connection. Yeah. That's cool. I'm like, hey, a cute girls inviting me. Yeah, or something. <laughs> really cute girl. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> and so we went. But that first night at Life Group, I encountered God in a way I'd never before, and wow. entered into relationship with Him, and mm-hmm. He made Himself real to me, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were guys there that were committed to helping me learn how to follow him and the rest is history. I mean, I just was like, I found him. I'm not going anywhere else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's so cool. And I love that now you work with youth cause it's fun, you know, especially yeah. you said like high school, maybe you weren't totally walking with the Lord. Sure. Like you understood. Sure. But now you're discipling a bunch of yeah high schoolers. Are, do you have junior hires too? Mostly, mostly middle schoolers actually. Wow. That I meet with. So Please, yeah. Yeah. And just teaching them how to encounter God at that age. Yeah, I mean, think about if you'd been running yeah. after the Lord since seventh grade. Instead sure. of, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's like how much totally. further. I mean, not that you're you're right, right no, where you're I supposed totally get to be, it. Sam. No, that's that's it. <laughs> it's <laughs> a mean, real we thing. We want to like set the next generation. There's right. always more. There's right. always more yes. and greater yes. encounters mm-hmm. with the Lord. Yes. What would you say? What have you seen in our in our Antioch youth right now? What, what's God doing? Oh, man. So first of all, the, the groups that we have, we have two you know, what I call discipleship groups and there's a middle school boys group and like a high school girls group. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that that's yeah. how it kind of played out. But, um, so these middle school boys can like look at the high school girls sure. and be like, they're beautiful yeah. and that's what I want to <laughs> aim for, but I can't date them. No. It actually works out well. Yeah. The Lord might've strategically planned that. Oh my God. 
what I see in them kind of blows my mind. I mean, at that age, I wasn't thinking through the things that these boys are thinking through or these girls are thinking through. And, like, uh, they they have huge hearts. They want to know God, and they have a hunger to do it with people in a real way, like authenticity. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they're asking. Uh, you know, and they're they're trying to figure out who they are and what, mm-hmm. what their purpose is. And mm-hmm. uh, But they know that... Uh, like I think they can taste of like the health of this place, yeah. this family, and they're like, I, I kind of want to explore that. You yeah. Know? So that's where we're at. I mean, we meet weekly and we kind of talk about, you know, how's it going, spending time with God, and yeah, uh, and we'll th- like the boys uh, every week now. We're we've started putting something into practice just recently. Of we're gonna we're practicing hearing God's voice for one another. So cool. and we're just praying like, Hey God, are you saying anything for? Mm-hmm brother today you know mm-hmm. and, and then we share those words and it's awesome so that is so that's cool. where we're at now yeah we've got yeah. A, a ton of vision for where we're headed mm-hmm. but that's where we're at now because mm-hmm. we have something this summer where we're having kids from college station come up yeah mm-hmm. yeah a lot of fun so we're doing a summer trip in july uh 14th yeah. through the 19th okay and the like so side note this sunday okay but when this comes out, it'll have already happened. Okay. But we're doing an interest meeting, and a lot of people are coming to that. Cool. Uh, and I'm sharing, like, okay, what's our vision for the summer? Yeah. And what, what's, what are we hoping to accomplish? Where are we headed? And uh, really, the goal of the summer is, like, we're going to create space for our youth mm-hmm. to encounter God. Mm-hmm. And that we call that life group around here. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're starting a life group like yeah. where peers can come and mm-hmm. encounter God together, yeah. be changed and invite others into that process and then reach their reach other people. And that. so we're we're doing that and the goal of this <coughs> trip in July is to you know to talk uh w- basically that we're going to gather together encounter God and we're going to have our first life group that week. Um but we're you know we're having kids 20 to 30 kids from College Station come up that have been living in a community like mm-hmm. this right. going to rub off on us and just show yeah. us like, Hey, here's what's on the table mm-hmm. for us. Here's mm-hmm. what's w- this, this is an option for us, right? you know? And I'm so excited for that. That's so cool. And I, I think it mirrors y'all's story. Like hearing you say, like you both kind of were catalyzed by seeing a group of people right. encounter the Lord. And now That's you're true. setting it up for other people, which is just pretty amazing yeah. too. And I'm glad you guys are the heart behind youth because I feel like in youth you can be real swirly. So it's good to have like sure. rock people <laughs> like you guys, you know, just like Great. helping them. You're going to yes. make it, man. Like That's awesome. That's so cool, guys. Um, well, we are almost at our time cap, but I Great. just, I know I'm going to have you guys on again to talk about other awesome. things, especially to talk about life group. Because Sam, you're like over yeah. our family's life groups and mm-hmm. doing such a good job at that. Thank you. And you guys have been so <laughs> faithful in life group. So, um, but thanks for being on today. I yeah. think so I think much. just hearing from you is so helpful. I know like being in the church this long, I've been like just itching to hear more. Like, who are you guys? What, what makes you be yeah. so <laughs> faithful and amazing? Oh and gosh. how do I get a hold of that? So <laughs> oh thanks goodness. for sharing with everybody. Sam, do you think you want to pray just for yeah, sure. everybody? Why don't you just like give the gift of peace and oh faithfulness? Yes. <laughs> be more That's like scary. Sam Best, people. Oh no, gosh. but why don't you pray to close <laughs> us? Yes, I will. <laughs> Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you that uh, you have made yourself known to us, that you are real, and that uh, we can have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I pray over the people watching and listening to this, God, I pray that you would uh, make yourself known in a new way. Your word says that we can taste and see uh, you and that you are good. And so I'm praying that for the people listening yeah. today. And I pray that, uh, yeah, just 
something I've been praying over everybody I pray over is like uh, that this next season would be full of joy mm-hmm. and the fullness of joy as your word says that where your presence is there's mm-hmm. fullness of joy and there are people after you and after your presence and yeah. so God I'm praying that uh, whoever's listening to this the people of our church the people of our city that they would experience you they would see you they would know you and that that would bring about the most joy-filled season they've ever had that they would just mm-hmm. like it would be fun 2019 would be fun mm-hmm. uh, in your name i pray amen amen thanks guys and come listen next week we'll have another cool couple on awesome thanks so much for listening with us today if you would like any further information or resources you can visit antiochindy.com or find us on instagram at antiochindy.com